0: Because you think you're Freddie Mercury.
1: <laughs> Ew! Ew. <laughs> That's what I get for holding the mic like a pop star.
2: Ew! <laughs> we well,
1: found our intro.
0: <laughs> oh bloody band aids, here
1: And welcome everybody to the final countdown, a podcast looking back at great finals within the game of football. I'm Lewis here, my co-host Adam. Hello there. I think I'm out on an island here, Ad, because I thought there was a verbal agreement between the two of us. To give a little flavour, a recap of the year that we're in, in <laughs> yeah, history. I forgot that. You forgot again, but that's okay mate because
0: 2007 <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened in 2007. No. Uh,
1: so 2011 again, I had this on the the last tournament that I
0: covered. Let's do it. I love it, I love this game.
1: But it, it's it, Basically, the first like five major stories were all natural disasters, and oh, I was like, mate, "Oh, this is not that. exactly." You know, I mean, you had the Arab Spring, the uprising, which is kind of good, kind of messy. Um, but there is one low that I want to mention, and there's for one appropriate low. reason, yeah, okay, uh, appropriate reason that we'll talk about today. So um, you may remember in 2011 that Japan would suffer uh, the Tohoku. I think that's right, Tohoku, Earthquake and Tsunami, which would claim Uh, the lives of 15,000 people. So, uh, 2011, that was? 2011. Was it really? Um, So a massive tragedy. Um, Obviously, yeah, just just heartbreaking. But that will play a big part in this tournament um, and Japan because they feature quite heavily in this uh, World Cup. Elsewhere in the world, Fidel Castro.
0: Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, gee. Uh, Fidel Castro would step down as the leader of Cuba. Right. Um, after decades in charge.
2: When we had the question, name the Cuban leader who's been in power since the revolution of 1959. Dal Castro. Yeah, you know it now, yeah? But what yeah. Did you say well, what did you say then? Well, it's a quiz situation. No, no, tell them. a quiz situation. what did you say then? What did you say then? Who's the Cuban leader? Fidel. Bentos. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no one of this place is going down the pan. You're a waste of. Politics.
1: Uh, the Game of Thrones TV show would premiere. Oh, right, it's a long right. time ago now yeah. when you think about it, yeah. um, which obviously would end terribly. But for the first few seasons... Don't spoil it, mate. <laughs> the The throne don't worry the throne gets played it is very much a game of throne that's a terrible <laughs> joke uh, but uh, Occupy I'm laughing
0: because that was so bad it was
1: really bad yeah. Occupy Wall Street begins the movement that would start other movements blimey uh, yeah about the 99% against the 1% anything
0: good in this year
1: so uh, the only thing that was genuinely that I found interesting oh I know this what you're going to say go on
0: Martin Tyler's commentary on Aguero. No,
1: but that's a great
0: shout. There you go. That is
1: a brilliant shout. Probably
0: one of the finest football moments, and I'm not a City fan of all time.
1: I I still get goosebumps. Brilliant. Um, I'm going to have to insert that commentary into here
0: now.
2: Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli...
1: But the only other sporting thing was Djokovic. Do you know what he does in 2011? He doesn't lose. Oh, that's different to the fact, but as in he just goes through a calendar year without losing?
0: Pretty sure that was the year he didn't lose.
1: Amazing. Yeah, why, what was it? Uh, well, his first ever Wimbledon title. So he wins Wimbledon yeah. for the first time in 2011, which is amazing longevity, since like he gets to the final this year as well. Oh right, mate, the guy's human man. Yeah, he is just, he is both the uh, immovable object and the unstoppable force, all wrapped he into one. He was smashed
0: tugboat and earthquake. <laughs>
1: If anyone, mentions. if anyone is clueless as to what we're talking about, go and listen to last week's episode. That won't help. Uh, no, true. <laughs> yeah, no one do we really clarify get into the weeds a bit, And we're not going to do this week. Nope. Um, so final thing for a bit of flavour. So the biggest songs of the year. So I've got oh, three yeah, of the biggest go, yeah. songs here. Uh, Adele with Someone Like You, which oh, I true. think is the, the live performance as well that gets Brit stuck Awards. in everyone's mind. Yep. That's right. Uh, LMFAO with Party Rock Anthem. Yep. And uh, Rihanna featuring Calvin Harris with We Found Love. Do, 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 uh, yeah. do, do, do. Anyway, um, so that is what was happening in 2011. But I feel like I'm there. Exactly. So now that we're in the headspace, now that we've gone in the time machine, uh, we're here to talk about the actual Women's World Cup. So in 2011, it was hosted in Germany. Interestingly, it was uh, following lots of dropouts. There were six other rivals to host the tournament. Lots of countries dropped out, some for economic reasons, yeah. others because they basically used it as a bargaining chip to win um, the male World Cup. So they would kind of just say, look, we'll right, support your okay. bid for the Women's World Cup if you support our bid for the Men's World Cup. Um, Canada were the only other bidding rival, um, but event- and they would be awarded the following World Cup, but this one went to Germany.
0: Uh, so that's really interesting, because obviously Germany were chasing a hat-trick, mm. and they were hosts. That's right. And they must have fancied it, and I know they don't win it, so they must have thrown their weight behind oh. thinking
1: because the hosts generally have a very good record in World Cups, yeah. both men and women. Well,
0: especially when you are one of the best teams in the world to yeah, then exactly. be hosts as well. Yeah, sure. Which frankly in the men's game probably hasn't happened for a few old years now, because I mean Brazil, I guess, would probably have considered themselves favourite yeah, sure. in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. They got to I mean, the semis, didn't they? But they yeah. just got they got embarrassed, didn't they? But
1: England got to a Euros final when they were technically hosts, even though it had kind of been around a little bit. Oh yeah, the COVID but one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was technically a home game, but we'd already kind of got to the final. Really, I don't. So. I,
0: I wonder. Maybe France '98 is the last time the best team in the world hosted the hosted World Cup. Hosted the World
1: Cup. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shout. Mm. Colombia and Equatorial Guinea would make their debuts in the World Cup, so they were the new teams this year. Nice. Um, and for the first time, all matches were produced in HD with in goal cameras, two steady cams being used for every match, and with larger matches using up to 18 cameras, including a spider cam and helicopter camera. Oh, you
0: don't think about that kind of stuff, do you? No, exactly. The development of the media coverage, yeah. So that's basically
1: why I put it in the report, because. It obviously doesn't impact the tournament or the games in any way, but it's uh, essentially it takes till 2011 for it to be a fully professional, fully broadcastable tournament where where you could watch every game. Yeah, and and
0: also a lot more money being chucked at it, like the the production value on every game now probably that's probably quadrupled. Exactly, yeah, that amount of. Tech going on. Yeah, so yeah. I just
1: I thought it was interesting mm. that the stuff we kind of take for granted as part of the World Cup broadcast was only implemented just over a decade ago. Wow. Um, I think this is the first World Cup that I actually have genuine memories from where I was like, there is a World Cup, I'm going to get behind England. I didn't watch, I basically only watched some of the England games. So I think I'm going to so
0: recognise the england bits so
1: i've got that a little bit later on we're going to run through i i was like i'll put in some of the memorable names and almost name the whole squad this Mm. is where i think because also a lot of those players are now the pundits or the presenters they are kind of the celebrities so as part of a big controversy about this tournament six players would be banned for failing drugs tests so one colombian and five north korean players were found guilty so did the north
0: korean players know the colombian
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were hanging around at the hotel bar the night before but uh, class very back. interestingly so uh north korea i'm would, surprised
0: north korean even did drug tests
1: well this is obviously they kind of they they had to as part of being yeah the, FIFA, the world cup um but they would be banned from the next world cup so they weren't kicked out of this tournament oh wow! um but they were banned from joining in the 2015 world cup oh, wow. which meant that this would be so the twenty eleven would be their last World Cup um, because they became inactive from twenty nineteen. So they were banned right. from the tournament
0: that um, That's kinda of harsh really that they were given a later ban because it meant the people that had done the offence weren't punished. Still got to play, but the next yeah. generation yeah,
2: that's were a punished. Really good point. Yeah that's really that? is that
1: just I, I can only assume they didn't want to damage the um, integrity of the sport by giving teams a walkover because I guess if you lose a team, yeah, yeah I understand that. Obviously yeah. I think they would have been doing the drugs tests at the World Cup in the like training camp the week before, so you right. can't pull in another team. No, true. And yeah. I guess yeah. you can't really give people in their group a bye. So I'm, I, I wonder but, yeah, if they
0: have a standby team nowadays. There must be, yeah. there
1: must be a like. I think what they should do is have like a uh, all star of people that didn't make the World Cup. That's good. So a
0: multi nation,
1: like a Team GB, but from everywhere. Yeah. The rest of the world the team.
0: Players that didn't qualify. Yeah,
1: exactly. So when like Zlatan missed out <laughs> on a World good, Cup, he yeah. can be brought in with Gareth Bale. Yeah. <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. I tell you what, I'm now going to do that for the next yeah, tournaments, just making an, an 11 or a squad of the players that didn't make it. That's good, yeah. Um, I like that. So uh, recently, however, Nilla Fisher who's a Swedish uh, footballer revealed in her book uh, I didn't even say half of it that the Swedish team were told to show their genitalia to prove that they were women during this World Cup following allegations from other teams that the Equatorial Guinea squad had male squad members so this came out literally on the, um, the eve of this year's World Cup
0: so everybody had to do that
1: everybody every team had to be inspected by a team doctor obviously not always female um, it could be a male doctor female wow. doctor really humiliating dehumanising
0: so every player in the World Cup had to do
1: that, yeah. They had Did to, men have to their, do that. Well, no, that's the, that's the double standards. It's crazy, it? But, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. So, uh, it's obviously a bit of a downer, but I thought definitely worth mentioning mm. the fact that uh, she kind of raised it. She said it was absolutely humiliating, but you're not going to
0: say no because
1: you want to play in a World Cup.
0: Was it true of Equatorial Guinea? No. Right. Completely unfounded. So it was just a made-up rumour? Yeah. But on that but basis, were, every was f- player was checked? Exactly. Right, okay.
1: Yeah, really, really full-on. Um, England were in the lowest pot in terms of seeding, which I thought was interesting. Because right. we'd done okay. Um your account from the Can you give me the flavour of, of the players, mate? Oh, here we go. So, the team... I know would, Jill Scott would have been there. That's right, yeah. and she scores a few goals in this tournament. Go so, on, Jill. They're in a group with Japan, Mexico, and New Zealand, right. um, but they would also, slight spoiler, but England would beat Japan 2-0, which, as Japan, spoiler alert, do get to the final. Oh, similar to that. what, okay, yeah, similar to what we had um, in your report last week, where England really stood up against yeah. um, Germany. Germany, they uh, they got the better of Japan, but uh, lots of recognizable names in the England set up, and they were managed by Hope Powell, so a name that you are probably ah, already familiar yeah, 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 with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's managing. And then listen to this, it's like a murderer's row of famous English uh, footballers. So Karen Bardsley, Alex Scott, Jill Scott, Faye White, Casey Stoney, Farrah Williams, Ellen White, Kelly Smith, Rachel Yankee, Karen Carney, Rachel Brown-Finnis, Ennio Aluko Steph Houghton, Anita Asante and Claire Rafferty. So I feel oh, bad. because recognise all them. Exactly. I feel bad because there were like five players where I was kind of like, I don't know who you are, but essentially it's it, like that is the iconic. I
0: recognise all them. Eight of them work for the BBC now. Is that right? I was counting as you went through That's it. crazy. Um,
1: but I think this is part of those names. I do think that this tournament, the 2011, for whatever reason, maybe it was the huge coverage mm. of all the games being yeah, made yeah, for yeah. the first time. But I remember this was the first tournament that it wasn't just you had to be a nerd about football to know there was a Women's World Cup going on. It kind of was on T V and people yeah. would gather and This is the first one I think I noticed. Exactly. Yeah. So I think whatever tournament you get to, your first one, the names get burnt into your head. Yeah. Um but like you say, that I've reeled off probably like sixteen names there.
0: Is this is there like an end a typical England end to their tournament? Yeah. As yeah. in not in a good way, just a typical England like end. Like a heartbreaker.
1: So yeah, it was a typical heartbreaking England failure. Um it was uh England, who would eventually leave the tournament in the quarterfinals after going 1-0 up, thanks to Jill Scott. Um, It was a really late France goal that took them to penalties. So France equalised, I think it was like 88th minute after Jill Scott had given us the lead. Um, And it was misses from Faye White and Claire Rafferty that consigned us to defeat. So we Mm. only got to the quarterfinals, but we did lose on penalties. which Of course we did. Yeah, exactly. You could write the script for it. Mm. Um, And France managed to beat us. Uh, Germany was sent packing, shockingly in the quarterfinals by Japan, who knocked them out 1-0 an extra time. So you cannot be stated, like you said a uh, uh, um Earlier on, on in the pod, like these guys were the reigning champions. They were looking for three in a row. They had absolutely dominated, especially um, in Europe, in the Euros as well. Germany were the team to beat, along with the USA, yeah. and they were beaten by Japan one 0 So,
0: wow. in a way, were Japan a world force before this tournament? No, right? No, okay. they
1: were good, but they weren't. Nobody was talking about them as potential winners. Right. It, it was like they're a good team. They'll probably get to the quarters, quarters and, yeah, yeah, and, and, and yeah. lose, yeah. and especially when they draw Germany. Um, but Japan managed to beat them. It goes to extra they, they managed to play it out. It's absolutely brilliant. Sweden would beat Australia, and then Brazil would face the US. So a big title in the quarters. In the quarters, right, this okay. is, um, and they met in a brilliant match that finished two all in extra uh, in normal time. Sorry, sending yep. the game to extra time between Brazil and the USA, with the USA winning on penalties. Wow. So Marta, who did we spoke, Marta take one? Well, she spoke a lot. We spoke a lot about Marta last yep. week. So she scores twice for Brazil to give them a two-one lead until, and it is pretty much the. The very last action of the game, 122 minutes in, mm. Abby Wambach uh, scores at the equaliser for the USA to take the game to penalties. So, wow. 122nd minute, the USA equalise and then go on to win on penalties, where Marta did convert her penalty. Um, nice. She was second. It was Diane. I'm probably not pronouncing that who would miss um, USA scored all five of theirs wow. so the USA were continuing to be dominant um, and without Germany in this tournament as well mm. they, it was kind of theirs to win now especially they beat um, Brazil but what, yeah, yeah. it's one of the biggest games in w- women's World Cup history the two all draw between them obviously yeah. going to penalties yeah. the drama of 122nd minute equaliser uh, so the US and Japan both comfortably dispatched their opponents in the semi-finals USA beat France 3-1 and Japan beat Sweden by the same scoreline so G- Japan, again, Sweden, a team with history, a team um, with pedigree in a World Cup tournament. Japan were the complete underdogs, but they would give themselves the best chance to continue the fairy tale, which we'll find out about as we head into the match itself. So as a um, way of kind of comparing the two teams, it was the third match between the two teams in World Cup history. The US beat Japan 3-0 in 91 and 4-0 in 95. So every time they'd met in a World Cup, the USA had kind of walked through them. The USA had never lost to Japan with 22 wins and three... draws. Wow. So there wasn't wow. really a world, even though Japan had done very well to get here, there wasn't really a world where people didn't see the USA yeah. winning. Um, and you Oh, this is exciting. I don't know who wins. Well, it cannot be overstated how much Japan were viewed as the underdogs. USA were the number one team in the world and had a perfect blend of the new generation stars and championship experience. So names that you might recognize. So Hope Solo in goal, Kelly O'Hara, Carly Lloyd, Ali Krieger, Heather O'Reilly, Alex Morgan, Megan Rapinoe, Tobin Heath- and Oh, Andy really? Morgan and Rapinoe, right? Yeah, so this is kind of the new generation that are still being supported by the veterans. Um, But I did want to highlight, it's not, you know, fun to um, take the mick out of other teams, and especially in the women's game. Depends on the team. Exactly. So let me just give you some of the American (laughs) female football team names. I mean, the MLS is dodgy as you like. There's some beauties here. We'll start off with the not too bad ones. Philadelphia Independence. Okay, very kind of like... Catchy. North America Soccer
0: League. The Philly Indies, they'll be called.
1: Let's <laughs> They probably were. Mm. Uh, you had the Boston Breakers. Sky Blue FC. The, where's that? Let okay. me highlight it on Wikipedia. Coventry. New Jersey.
2: Where is this happening? Across the river in Jersey. Everything, everything is legal in New, New Jersey.
1: Jersey. So, yeah.
0: New Jersey, okay. Uh,
1: found in 2006. Known as Sky Blue FC. Mm. Um, the Atlanta Beat, Sky Blue FC, Philadelphia Independence, the Boston Breakers, the Western New York Flash,
0: oh, which gosh.
1: is, yeah, terrible. Uh, and then this is my favourite, Magic Jack, all one word. So magic is all lowercase. Right. And then Jack with a capital J. What does that represent? I, I wish I knew. I'm going to click on them now. This is live wikipedia because this is crazy. So based in Florida. Oh, Jacksonville? Oh, the team competed in. This is. In, I tell you what, we've gone. This is a deep dive podcast. We should do there investigation. We go. The team competed in the Women's Professional Soccer for one season until legal challenges caused the team's owner Dan Boroslow, to be banned from the WPS, wow. which folded in 2012. So they were only around for one year. In 2001, Magic Jack was founded as Washington Freedom. Ah, the owner of the phone tech company, Magic Jack, renamed them and relocated them oh, to Florida. Oh, right. So it was named... He literally bought a team, changed the name of his company, lasted a year, and then he got booted out because of uh, financial wow. questions, Magic, allegedly. Magic Jack. <laughs> Crazy. Magic Jack. Uh, the, final, the final thing is he was removed. Dan Borislau was removed after failure <laughs> to pay his bills. Mr. Borislau's actions have been calculated to tarnash the tarnash Tarnash, to tarnash the reputation of the league and damage the league's business relationships all players were free to sign as free agents uh, with any team that they wanted wow crazy
0: i mean not great if you just bought ice in florida but. No,
1: exactly um but yeah so there you go that's the drama but some terrible names there yeah um but yeah. from the first whistle so talking about the match itself yes so the first whistle the u.s looked to dominate with a lot of early pressure and good chances falling in the first 20 minutes so um America just start on the front foot and they look like firm favorites. So within 20 minutes, Abby Warnback, Megan Rapino, Carly Lloyd all have individual chances. so three chances within 20 minutes are saved and denied by the Japanese goalkeeper who we're going to talk a lot about denied today. denied. <laughs> they tried to score denied (laughs)
2: that's a great choice of words but
1: 10 minutes later Abby Warnbach would get even closer to giving the USA the lead as her shot cannons off the crossbar making it seem that it was a matter of time before they took the lead Mm. so within 30 minutes they've had four chances you're teasing me mate you're teasing me well Shinobu Ono which you know when they're running running through on goal you can imagine what the American (laughs) defenders are thinking Uh, she was the only bright spark for Japan having the only two chances in the first half but it was Hope Solo who was equal to the task, who, so, Hope Solo, I don't even remember, she became, became a very big name. Yeah, I've the, heard of her, yeah. US Women's yeah. National Team. In this tournament, she really made a name for herself. She was pretty spectacular in goal. Is Any? she related? To Han, yeah. Yeah, they, they don't see each other much. <laughs> it's, a, it's long distance, you know. Sister.
0: <laughs> so, you, <laughs> have a twin. you have a sister. <laughs> sister. So, you
2: have
1: a twin sister have now betrayed her
0: too i had to i yeah, could
1: not and i have to drop it in now as well
0: <laughs> sorry carry on no stop your flow
1: so uh, an interesting observation despite all the high tempo pressure from the u.s japan would end up having the majority of possession despite being pinned back oh really wow so, okay Japan weren't the underdogs in the traditional sense of the word that kind of would panic or chucked everyone behind the ball and were negative they were technically really proficient I remember watching this team thinking this is a, a step up from most of the technical players I'd seen yeah. in that World Cup their ability to keep hold of possession to pass in triangles so they weren't they didn't seem uncomfortable being in their own half they were able to keep the ball away from the USA yeah. but USA had this kind of hell for leather the moment they had the ball they went on the attack mm. they had to try and get a goal there was this kind kind of cutthroat mentality for the USA that every time they got the ball. um, But Japan, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that despite the fact they only really had one or two chances, they were able to keep possession relatively comfortably despite the USA's kind of pressure. The second half will continue much in the same way that the first half had ended with the US pushing forward aggressively. But it's Alex Morgan who lashes a near post effort against the post, um, when really she would have scored. So it's Alex Morgan who starts to come alive in the second half. In the 60th minute, Japan fluffed their lines as Yukari Kinga lash- lashes a shot over the bar following a good pass by captain and legend Hamari Sawa. So we're going to talk about Hamari Sawa for Japan. Um, she is their captain. Right. Arguably the greatest Asian um, football player in history. She is absolutely spectacular. in this Men game. and women. Probably. maybe Hidatoshi Nakata has oh, something to yeah, say really, yeah. yeah say about that Son. certainly from a marketing point of view the breakthrough would come 10 minutes later though as Alex Morgan ran on to a brilliant deep ball from Megan rapino so they're defending and they launch a counterattack Megan Rapino gets the ball carries it about 10 yards and hits it's fairly straightforward but it's perfectly weighted just a long ball over the top of the Japanese defense and then it's Alex Morgan who holds off the Japanese defender with really good strength and then with a left foot from the edge of the goal uh, sorry edge of the box Mm. lashes in a goal into the bottom corner it's really good scores yeah scores and gives uh, USA their kind of semi-deserved lead
2: Rapino comes away with the ball Morgan is in here behind the defender chance for the United States goal what a moment what a moment of gorgeous glory for Alex Morgan of the United States of America, takes one touch with the right boot, smashes it with the left foot, beyond goalkeeper Kahori, and the United States of America lead on 68 minutes in Frankfurt in the World Cup final.
1: Again, like you said last um, week, if you're on YouTube, you can see all the highlights from the games yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It's a really well-taken goal, and unfortunately, it looked like the US would just see the game out. Um, and whilst the effort was there from Japan, they just couldn't carve out any clear-cut opportunities, Um, but their persistence would pay off when they would get their equaliser 10 minutes from time. Oh, Japan! Yeah, they refused to be beaten. So Japan would work the ball inside from the right, and there was a cross put in, and there was a clash between Mariyama and Krieger as they both go basically sliding in for the ball. They both Mm. shoulder barge each other, and as they fall to the floor, Krieger flicks the ball away trying to clear it, Um, but unfortunately fires into the unsuspecting Rachel Buehler and as the ball bobbles and falls four yards from goal it's Aya Miyama who is there to equalise so it's one at all um, with ten minutes to go and eventually Japan see the game into extra time so it's pretty harsh on the US because it's this coming together of two players Krieger does kind of the right thing she just gets the ball away Mm. so it can't be toe poked in but it hits her own player bounces to the floor and Japan are there to poke it in so extra time begins with Japan conserving energy trying to maintain possession wherever's possible, and the US continue with their high tempo attacking tactics uh, to try and get their goal. Abby Wambach, who would give the US a Warmbach. 2-1 lead. She loves it. She does love it. She was everywhere in this game, um, but again, it's great work from Alex Morgan, who is kind of at the far left um, byline, almost by the goal line. She manages to dribble inside, puts an inch-perfect cross, which is missed by the Japanese defender, and Abby Wambach is stood about five yards from the goal, and just powers a standing header in. There's no way nice. um, that the goalkeeper, Kai Hori, would be able to get to it and you just think okay Japan have really put on a brave face but they are not you Are you anybody. setting me up here? Well, Japan refused to give up and what initially looked like a terrible corner was ingeniously converted by their captain fantastic Hamari Sawa. No way! Japan managed to pull it back to 2 all again so this is a, quite a famous goal. Hamari Sawa a, it looks like a poor corner that should be going for the near post but isn't reaching it. It's about to bounce. Hamari Sawa is running away from goal into this drooping corner, away from kind of the six-yard box. Her back is turned to goal, and she flying kick and yeah. kind of reverse flicks, almost like a Zlatan or Haaland-style yeah. acrobatics, and flicks the ball past Hope Solo. It's a brilliant goal. No way. Um, and yeah, How she, many minutes to go was this? Uh, there was about 10 minutes left. Right. Here
2: comes Japan, corner kick. Can they uh, add even more drama to this match? Can they ever? And guess who's done it? The Mari Sawa, unbelievably. Scores for Japan to make it 2-2. there, come
1: back yet again. So the drama was incredible, but it wasn't over as Asua Iwashimizu was sent off in the dying seconds for a reckless tackle, um, but the game did finish 2 all and that doesn't matter, does it? it we've covered this before. Mm-hmm. Is it Reyes? That's right, yeah, Just in the run, dying just seconds. get sent off and no one remembers it. No, exactly. It's
0: the best time to get sent
1: off. I couldn't even find footage. No. that nobody cares well, it doesn't impact happened. anything no it, exactly
0: weird um, Expe- I, I, other than if you're a penalty taker
1: exactly so in the reports I read nobody mentioned that no. so I'm guessing that Iwashi Mizu wasn't a penalty yeah, taker yeah. Um, but so this is the final then so to all Japan have be- done incredible oh, they've taken the US to the penalties is- so this sentence will give it away oh to say the US were the architects of their own demise is an understatement. No way! As they uncharacteristically choked and missed three out of three penalties. No way! Meaning that it was nearly impossible to turn the shooter out around. Uh, Nagasato misses for one for Japan... But with Lloyd, Box and Heath missing for the US And it was Saki Kumagai who steps up to score the winning penalty for Japan Giving man. them their first World Cup and the first ever World Cup for an Asian team
2: And if this one goes in, Japan will win the World Cup Kumagai for Japan Hope Solo plays a little game with a, a prayer, I suspect, from Kumagai And the World Cup for Japan they have rewritten the history books in Germany
1: absolutely astonishing stuff but yeah absolutely stunning stuff that of of all the teams you would have backed to have that big game mentality
0: especially the names you're bringing out yeah exactly that's all the well-known American women's footballers yeah I I, I thought you were just setting me up no
1: so Japan managed to win Mm -hmm. the World Cup uh, and they went through extra time and we head to our extra time
2: (laughs) Oh, uh, you have just witnessed 90 of the most ripping minutes of European football you will ever, ever see. But the good news is there's more to come.
1: So before the beginning of the competition, the Japanese side almost pulled out due to the aftermath of the disastrous earthquake that we mentioned at the top. So the the big... Um storyline running through this the big motivation for the japanese national team was the fact that they were almost weren't going and they managed to get agreement from the japanese fa just in time to travel right. and it was that kind of we're doing it for the people Amazing. we're doing it for to put a smile on the faces of an entire country that has been through the ringer um the women's league in japan was suspended and eventually cancelled this year right. so they kind of were just in complete limbo traveling to the world cup thinking well We've just got to do what we can do. Um, And Miho Kajioka, a football fan from Tokyo, summed it up by saying, we haven't had a single piece of good news for the past four months. It's as if we had nothing to be hopeful about. So in that sense, this result is great. It is truly incredible. Which I just thought was a lovely quote to kind of sum up everything that it meant um, to the Japanese fans that were kind of needed something to smile about. So, as we said, J- um, Japan were the first Asian team to win the World Cup. They were also the first team to win a World Cup having uh, lost a match in the group stages, obviously losing to England, 2-0. Go, um, so Go on. England. So, technically, in 2011, we were actually the best team in yeah, the world. Yeah, that's why I've seen it. That's yeah, yeah, that's the way. That's that, two World that's Cups in a row we're, were the best. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Germany didn't beat us. Oh, no, they couldn't. And my final fact, they couldn't. And my final fact.